the property pod. 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 pod welcome to the property pod with moneyweb the property sector is an ever-changing sector and in this podcast series your host suren naidu chats to movers and shakers in the property industry hello and welcome to the property pod south africa's premier property investor podcast my name is suren naidu and on this weekly podcast show we gain insider insights from leading executives analysts developers and entrepreneurs in SA's expansive property industry the latest roda report on the SA property market for Q4 2023 came out in December it's a comprehensive quarterly report brought out by well-known property economist roda and associates a standout section of the report is on the Cape Town office property market with its research revealing Cape Town is the best performing office market in South Africa. That may not be a surprise for many, but now joining me on the podcast to discuss the findings further is the head of research and editor of the Roda Report, Quabus Lankbrecht. Welcome to the Property Pod, Quabus. Good afternoon, Siren. Yeah, thanks for having me. Cape Town's reputation as a best-run city is reflecting in another economic indicator of sorts, uh, the office property market, as I mentioned in my intro. The latest Rudder report that was brought out in December says, and I quote, all in all, the city had a stellar performance in 2023, with the office rental growth averaging around 10% in the mother city. That was uh, the highest in the country and inflation beating too. Can you share some insights on the performance and what uh, your research showed? Serena, I mean, Cape Town's got great wine, good rugby, the recovery, tourism, another airport on horizon. So, yeah, what more do you want? But, yeah, it's really been a quite remarkable comeback by the Cape Town's office market. Perhaps it's worthwhile just to look at the trends over the past few years. Now, very importantly, Rueda uses decentralized rental trends as a proxy for the for what's happening to the market. And the decentralized essentially means all the nodes together and then we compile an index uh, and then look at that train. And that, that excludes the CBDs because in some part of the country, like Johannesburg and Durban, the CBDs are really run down. So it doesn't make sense to have a, just a Cape Town index or a Johannesburg index. We rather split it into decentralized trends. And in this index for Cape Town, decentralized shows that the market rentals fell by roughly 11% in the pandemic. And then in 2022 and 2023, we saw a strong recovery. And then rentals ended last year about 6% higher than in 2019 levels. So essentially, level the rentals were 6% higher than at the end of last year compared to 2019. So that's quite a mean feat if you take into account, as you mentioned, what's happening in the other cities. And also, if we take it further and look at the what's happening on a nodal level, the VNA waterfront seems to be sitting in Claremont stands out and if you start with the waterfront it's been performing very well we all know the strong tourism numbers the positive news from growth point in, in their uh, financials and we found the vacancy rates of the vni waterfront to be seven percent in the fourth quarter of last year that was the lowest in compared to all of the other nodes in, in cape town but that seven percent vacancy rate is the average of the grade a and and b uh, vacancy rates together to it excludes the grade c vacancy rates and in terms of the other notes, Claremont and Century City City also had big improvements last year, and that led their rentals also beating inflation. And if you remember, Claremont and Century City had vacancy rates of close to 20% in the pandemic, and 
both of them now is, is around about 10% or so. So there's been more companies coming to Cape Town and, and expanding office space. And maybe we, or we can touch a bit on that later. Why, why, is, that, why is that happening? The 10% figure, I saw 10% mentioned somewhere in the report. So you said it's 6% growth. What is the 10% you're referring to? No, the 10% is the, the growth of the nominal rentals in 2023 compared to 2022. Because it's important to, to see how the market stands when you compare it to, to the pandemic levels. And if you take the fourth quarter level of last year, if you compare it to 2019, the rental is about 6% higher. So that gives you sort of the trend of, of over the last few years of what's been happening with, with the office office market. So the 10% is year on year, is that correct? Yeah, that's 2023 versus 2022 and that's year on year, yes. Okay. In nominal terms, yeah. Yeah, interesting insights there. Uh, how does that compare to decentralized office nodes in other major cities like Johannesburg, Pretoria, and Durban? Yeah, Suren, the nominal rental growth was mostly in the low single digits or even declining in, in the other major cities. Let's start with Johannesburg, which is the biggest office market, of course. And here, the decentralized rentals managed to only increase by 1% in 2023. That was a slowdown from 2% growth in 2022. If you look at the major notes of Sand and Rosebank, it shows a similar sort of a slowing trend occurring. And very importantly, the vacancy rate for decentralized spaces averaged about 16% for Johannesburg as a whole uh, in fourth quarter of 2023. So that means that the Johannesburg office market is still under pressure. The national vacancy rate is about 14%. That's a little bit higher than the, than the national figure. But it must be said that the Johannesburg market also saw a, a small improvement last year. Um, also in, in Santon, we had seen less, less vacancies. And then there's also been a return to work, return to work component as, as well as, as you know, companies pushed back the workers back to the office. And we've also seen the traffic levels pick up. Um, yeah. And then if you look at the other nodes like, like Waterfall and, you know, Rosebank as well, the vacancy rates are a lot lower at 12%. So there's still some nodes that shining, shining in Johannesburg. But if you look at Sunning Hill, Randburg, the CBD, Rovania, they're still battling with vacancy rates of above 20% on average. And the capital city, Pretoria, and uh, maybe a little bit insight on Durban. Yeah, vacancy rates in, in Pretoria are still about 13, 14%. In Durban, the it's been a, really a tale of two cities with, with Mshlanga and Alusha that's really been performing well. Yeah, maybe I can do more detail on, on, on that specifically later. Uh, but as a whole, Durban's rent, decentralized rentals fell 1% in 2023. So it hasn't been a good performance from from Durban. But yeah, the one there's been one standout note there that uh, really has been really carrying, carrying the city. Uh, getting back to Cape Town, as I mentioned in my intro, the good governance generally in the mother city is clearly playing a role but uh, what are some of the other factors behind the growth in office rentals? Because there's several things at play that's contributing and attracting tenants to the mother city. Yeah, as I said, there is workers that's, that's returning to the offices after, after the end of the pandemic, and that's boosted the market uh, last year. And these workers are, are back at the office two or three days a week. Um, in some cases, even more than that. Um, and we see, also see this internet, this trend internationally. Remember, even Zoom last year pushed the workers back to the office. And I've noted some international major companies internationally that also 
as, as announced this year again, like SAP, it's a, a big global software company of 108,000 workers. They said last month they want workers three days at an office or, or on site of a customer. And IBM also had a similar announcement. There's a strain of workers getting back to the offices. It's still happening. It's helping the market a little bit. But remember, the office market was basically written off in the pandemic. So it is helping the market a little bit. Yeah, and it's also that companies that's expanding or opening office space in Cape Town due to the better power supply situation. I think everyone by now knows that Cape Town has one of two pages less load shedding than the normal national schedule. And this will become more, even more in years to come due to various uh, investments by the government in Cape Town and the private sector. And what about this immigration trend? Because uh, a, a hot topic on MoneyWeb recently is this whole uh, swallows visa, as they refer it to. But uh, Cape Town is becoming quite a a city for international travelers to not just travel, but work from the city for periods and travel to other cities. So it's benefiting from that, not just semigration from a local level. Yes, that's definitely happening. And even also in the other in the other cities in, in the Western Cape, like George, also benefiting from that, boosting their office market. So that's definitely happening. And, and I must say, it's, uh, it's great to hear the, the foreign languages. <laughs> I see Rosebank is still the most expensive office node in the country based on the report. But there is a section in your latest research titled Pioneer Rentals. And Cape Town claims a top spot which is around uh, 320 rand a square meter. First, perhaps, can you explain what Pioneer Rentals mean? Uh, I don't think it necessarily means prime grade. It's more than that. But then also, where in the Cape Town office market are landlords asking for such rates? Great. I'm glad you picked that up because it's a very interesting topic and I think a lot of listeners will not know what it means. But the Pioneer rentals essentially means that's the highest rental actually achieved for any any new lettings. So in most cases, it will be your new, brand new office space, newly built, but it can be also a space that's renovated, for example. And if you look at this Pioneer rental level, it's, then you must compare it to the market rental level trend. So if your Pioneer rental level is a lot higher than your market average market level, then you know that a node or a city has very good growth prospects. Um, and that's what we, we found with Cape Town because of that high level of the, that 320 rand. And that rentals were actually achieved. Well, it wasn't um, only at one building. It was other building as well. It was two buildings and it was achieved in, in Claremont and Newlands and close to the, the Cavendish Square and public transport port that, that's benefited the office the morning at, in those nodes. If you look at the average rental level of, of Claremont, it's a lot lower than 300 rand. So essentially, it means that the rental in time, if the, if optimal conditions continue and there's a lot of office demand, the average rental could increase to that level. Thanks for that insight, Quabas. It's very interesting that it's in those other nodes. I know those uh, Newlands and Claremont are popular uh, decentralized nodes in Cape Town, but it's interesting that it's not in the VNA waterfront because you mentioned Growth Point in your comments earlier, but they are half owners of the VNA waterfront with the Public Investment Corporation, and an iconic new building there is Investec's new offices. 
And commentators have said that, uh, you know, Investec actually has taken more space there with more staff wanting to stay in Cape Town now. So it's something worth watching. Yes. It's not to say that uh, it, that there could also be a, a very strong level in that in that investic building. Yeah. It just happens to be that there's, it depends on which broker completed the survey and which uh, building they worked with, you know. So uh, because we asked the broker specifically, which deal do you know of where actually this rental was achieved? Thanks for that. Just uh, turning back to uh, to Durban uh, for a sec, uh, you talked about La Lucia Ridge and Amshlangai, not the Durban, showing the second highest office rental growth in the report at 3.6% after Cape Town. Did I read it correct? Because 3.6% uh, is still below inflation. It's still negative territory, as it were. However, it's interesting because for the last few years, the likes of Growth Point have been talking about increasing demand, especially in the coastal cities. And in, in Durban, it's slightly different. It's more that Amshlanga node. But they often talk about both Cape Town and Amshlanga Ridge being popular uh, office nodes where vacancies are low. What are your thoughts on this? Uh, and perhaps you want to include some uh, comments around semi-migration because one of the other things you mentioned in the report is around quality of life. Yes, Serena, look, we all know Durban as a city has had its fair share of challenges, you know, related to the riots, the flooding and the infrastructure failures. But the Mishlanga has really been standing out. There's very low vacancies, office vacancies, and, and be, relatively better rental growth, as you mentioned. And it's still attracting investment. So, I mean, that will likely continue. But if you look, compare it to the other Durban nodes, like Berea and Westville, for example, that uh, we found their vacancy rate has actually risen uh, with rentals declining, which actually shows the opposite trend to watch uh, Lelouch what's actually happening there. But Lelouch Amshlanga is a... Is a I mean, it's by far the most office space in, in as a, if you compare it to the other nodes. So at the moment, that's where most of the investment is, is happening. And yeah, maybe if, if in some immigration, I think that the, that the Western Cape will, will, still get the, will get the most influx of new people, especially in Cape Town and other hotspots, King of Langabon, Armanos, George, and, and Plate. Um, yeah, I think if you invested, We'll first choose the Western Cape, and then I think the more the most more uh, inv investors that that want to take more risk might be might invest in the other cities. Corbus, it might be unfair to ask this because you are a property researcher, but just to conclude on that Cape Town note, uh, expectations. Do you think the trends are going to continue, and you know, could Cape Town become the highest grossing property rentals market for the office sector, as it were? If you look at Five years or so, Cape Town's definitely got the best prospects because of the, the power supply situation. I think if the current government can, can stay in control or a similar type of government that, I mean, that's well perceived by the public, then, then, then Cape Town will, will likely continue to outshine the other cities. Corbus, thank you for your time. That was Corbus Langbrecht, the head of research and editor of the Ruada Report into the SA property market. Thanks for listening to the MoneyWeb Property Pod with Suren Naidu. To listen to more episodes, go to moneyweb.co.za or the MoneyWeb app and follow MoneyWeb News for daily updates. Follow Suren on Twitter at Suren Naidu for more of his property industry content and other business stories. The Property Pod. Pod.